Welcome to Becoming Unstuck, a safe place to help individuals find the tools they need to live the life they truly want. I'm your host, Jordan Meyer, speaker and active licensed clinical mental health counselor, psychotherapist. Join me here each week where we will learn one tool that you can use to help you become the person you've always wanted to be and live each day with more happiness. On today's episode, we're talking about the fundamental principles of having a healthy relationship. Now, the principles we're talking about are not all-encompassing. They are four principles that you can use to better increase your relationship today and in turn have a healthier and more abundant relationship with your current partner and principles that you can use starting now. So to start off with principle one, fondness and admiration. Early on stages of a relationship, these principles of having fondness and admiration for another person is what allows a relationship to grow and blossom out of something that is brand new. In the beginning stages, people are more likely and willing to give people grace. To say that the things that they say or what they do, if there's mistakes or mishaps or even things that you don't like or agree with, you're more likely to let those things go. And rather than let them go, you're more likely to look at them through a lens of forgiveness and accepting. And this is what allows a relationship to bud from nothing, is this fondness and admiration for the other person. I admire you, I like you, I genuinely want to spend time with you because I enjoy you. I like the parts of you and how you talk and what we say and how we converse and this beautiful fondness for the other person and admiring them and what they do and who they are. More importantly, what their goals and dreams are moving forward. So principle one, fondness and admiration. If you have lost this in your current relationship, begin by practicing this. Remember what you saw in the person in the beginning stages. What did you like about them? What were their goals, their dreams? How did you see them? What were you willing to do in order to spend time with them? What were you willing to risk or miss or to go out of your way to do for them because you really had this internal, intrinsic uh, wanting to be around the person. Principle two, communication and vulnerability. Now, communication is a very important principle in relationships. I talk about it a lot, and I have a lot of people come see me saying we, we struggle with communication. And so if you do, in your partnership, struggle with communication, you're not alone in this. And that what that means is that there are ways to develop it and grow it and become better at it. So principle of communication, very important to develop ways of validating, active listening, taking turns speaking, hearing what the other person is saying, and then reflecting back to them and being able to actually have the other person, one, be heard and feel heard, and two, be validated in what they're saying. Now, we're going to talk about validation a little bit more in a future episode, but just to give you a sneak peek, validation does not mean agree. I can both agree with a person and invalidate and vice versa. I can both disagree with a person and validate. Validating your partner does not mean you agree. It means that you are able to recognize and speak to their emotional intensity and capacity in the moment with what they're talking about. So communication and principles of such, the second part of that communication is vulnerability. Not only do you need to learn to communicate, 
but you also have to learn how to communicate about vulnerable things and topics. This is one of the things that makes a beginning relationship bloom so much as well, is that you're willing to share intimate things about you that you don't tell a lot of people as the relationship increasingly becomes safe and more trustworthy in order to be vulnerable. You're willing to take the risk by talking about things that are scary, insecurities, fears, doubts, even the opposite, hopes, dreams, and wishes. Those are also inherently vulnerable to share with somebody. And it's the reciprocal conversations of vulnerability that is the breeding ground for emotional intimacy and connection. You cannot feel emotional intimacy if you're not willing to be vulnerable. And so if in your relationship you're saying to yourself, I struggle with surface conversations or I struggle talking about things that go on a deeper level, the the problem that you're struggling with is being able to be vulnerable in conversations, to share a piece of yourself that you're not willing to share with other people. And in turn, the other person is then also likely to share a part of themselves that increases the vulnerability and thus increases the connection and intimacy in the moment. This is the feeling. Vulnerability is what we feel as human beings when we feel I'm connected to the person. When we leave a really good conversation with a best friend or a family member, we say, wow, that was a really good conversation. I feel like they really heard me and saw me and that was a different level of connection than what I'm used to. That means that you both entered this vulnerability zone to be able to talk with each other. So principle two, communication, and in particular, vulnerable communication. Principle three, give some grace. In early stages of a relationship, we're more likely to give people grace, the benefit of the doubt. We don't know that what we're seeing is either patterns or behaviors, or rather we're assuming good intent and we drop the ego. Now these principles within give some grace, right? Extend this grace to the other person. Understand that human beings are imperfect and inherently flawed and we're gonna make mistakes. And early on in a relationship, we're more likely to forgive these mistakes or accept them as mistakes and that it's okay, we move on from them and we don't use them as ammunition later on in the relationship. As you go through a relationship and after years of being together, this grace tends to go away. We often see choices or decisions and we look at them through malice. We look at them with no leeway or assumption of good intent behind them. We assume the person was malicious or malignant in some way, when in reality, if we can take that step back and understand that people most of the time do things not by intentional means. They do them accidentally, not on purpose. So if we can extend that grace to the other person, if we can assume good intent in what they did and they didn't do it maliciously towards us, and we can drop the ego. Oftentimes, the number one communication blunder or flaw is that we don't drop our ego. We think we're right. We think we're the one who needs to have the last word, or we think that for whatever reason we're justified and we have an excuse in our actions or emotions. The easiest and quickest way to increase communication in your relationship is to look at yourself. Drop your ego, give some grace, assume good intent, be the one to say sorry first. This principle is really important in maintaining a healthy relationship. Principle four, trust. 
Trust is talked about a lot in relationships, in particular healthy relationships. And, and it's true. You have to have trust in a relationship in order for it to be a healthy and viable partnership moving forward. There's a lot of things that can lose trust. And I want to talk about that for just for a minute. There is a really big difference in maintaining trust and losing trust. So if you're in a partnership or relationship where you feel like you have lost trust, please reach out to somebody. Please go seek couples counseling or to be able to have someone sit down with you and talk about what it means to rebuild trust and how to do that specifically for your relationship. There's a few principles in guiding of how to build trust and maintain it, but it really is specific to the ways that trust was lost or not maintained in your current relationship. So if you are in one that you're often struggling with having trust or maintaining it, please go seek the help that you need and find someone who can sit down with you and actually develop a specific plan for you to help rebuild trust for yourself and your relationship. So again, four principles to help us have a healthier, more meaningful relationship moving forward and to have that healthy companionship. Number one, fondness and admiration. Number two, communication and vulnerable communication. Number three, give grace. And number four, develop and maintain trust in the relationship. If you do these things, you can start having a more healthy and viable relationship beginning today. Thank you for listening. As always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode, please share with your friends and family and join me here next week. If you happen to live in the Utah Salt Lake area, please reach out for help if needed. You can find me on Instagram at jordanmeyer.cmhc. Follow me on Facebook. And remember, you can find this episode and future episodes on any podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and I will see y'all next week.